Guten Morgen, Barnation. Oh, I did not. Pile of brass, I think it was. It said in the chat, I had to ice skate to my truck this morning in central Oklahoma. Yes, indeed. Uh, Samesies, eastern Oklahoma. So, brief from the house this morning. All the staff has been encouraged to stay home because, uh, yeah, we're, you know, it's Oklahoma, man. You know, is it going to be 60 degrees in February? Or are you going to have an ice storm or is it going to snow some or is there going to be a tornado? We don't know. We don't know. That's why we live in our little hobbit holes below the ground. And we just hibernate all winter. We come out in the springtime. And it's like, oh, whatever. At Wab, what's up, bro? Shalom to everybody. Good morning. Listen, let me just be straight with y'all, all right? Oh, no. We got to talk about politics today. I don't want to talk about politics today. I don't like politics. You guys know I don't like politics. I'm pretty sure you guys don't like politics either. But we're going to gut this out together because whether we like it or not, it actually has an effect on our day-to-day life. And so, therefore, we're going to do our best to be informed Americans and uh, just suck it up, buttercup, because... Because these damn fools, these politicians, will do whatever they want to do if we are unaware of the shenanigans that they're trying to pull. Okay? So, I just so we're on the same page here. I don't like it. You don't like it. Nobody likes it. But it yeah, is what it is. Right. But it is, okay? All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is a uh, bear mug, uh, but the coffee that's in it is holler roast, dark roast. Our friends um, over there in Tennessee, and I'm actually out of uh, Moose Run Grindstone Blend, <clears throat> but a close second, holler roast, dark roast, very good. Mom bear is doing good. Mom bear is doing good disembodied mom bear voice from off the side of the camera over here <laughs> mom bear is doing good all right shall we read the brief we'll read the brief okay good talk uh quick shout out to popular preparedness who did a video yesterday i think it dropped on um the surgical bucket yet again doing what he does where he like uh, goes full-blown bookkeeper accountant mode and compares costs if you were to source your own medical components rather than buying them from refuge medical could uh could you save any money because we hear all the time i could build a kit cheaper than that <laughs> best of luck best of luck and so he went through the surgical bucket and came away with the same conclusion on the surgical bucket that he did on the uh on the wound bucket it's like first of all not possible for you to spend less money building your own kit uh, second of all, good luck getting it all inside the bucket. So if you haven't seen that video from Poplar Preparedness, go check it out. Okay, Bear. Okay. All right. Good talk, everybody. We love you, Bear. I love you guys, too. But listen, you don't need to be that affectionate, okay? My wife is here, so simmer down. I'm sorry, Bear. All right. Cool. Bear Independent Brief, 22 January 24. Carl Bildt, former prime minister of Sweden, has said, quote, 2024 is the year of 50 or so elections around the world. Let's just pause there. Do you even civil unrest, bro? So just indicator. But there is only one election we are all talking about, the one in America. 
Yeah, that's what happens when you're the big kid on the playground. Everybody cares about your election, whether we should be or shouldn't be, whether we should be the world's Boy Scouts and military police or not. We are whether we should be subsidizing half of the world's nations. We are. Did I mention I don't like politics? Okay, cool. Uh, So, yeah, the whole rest of the world cares about the U.S. election because it's our military that protects half of the world. And it's our economy that supports half of the world. And these crazy MFers in Washington, D.C. that are the figureheads of the big they that perpetuate whatever courses of action the big they want perpetuated, that's what everybody cares about. Nobody cares about who's going to be the prime minister of Zimbabwe. Uh, Even the Zimbabweans probably care less about that than whether it's Trump or Biden in the Oval Office uh, in 2025. It's just a fact. Sorry, guys. But like, we're the new Roman Empire. It's, it just is what it is. Am I a fan of that? No. But it is. It just is. So sorry, Carl Bildt, former prime minister of Sweden. Because even Sweden? Like, what do you guys got? We got some fish. We got some vodka. We've got some, like, uh, melodic death metal. Like, what are your major exports, Sweden? And it's, you know, I like Swedish people that make some good fish. Um, how many aircraft carriers do you have? All right, goose egg. So let's continue. Donald Trump will likely win over the other Republican candidates in 2024, you think? Between the two closest runners up for the Republican Party, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, neither has yet emerged as a clearly viable opponent for Trump and has already won the I who has already won the Iowa caucuses by a landslide in spite of the plethora of legal issues he is currently battling. As of yesterday, 21 Jan 24, DeSantis has suspended his presidential campaign and has endorsed Trump in the 2024 presidential election. So, peace out, rhino man. Vivek Ramaswamy has also publicly endorsed Trump, and many commentators are encouraging Trump to consider Vivek for the position of vice president. Now, interesting little piece of content that John from SOE Tactical sent me yesterday on Instagram, because that's his preferred method of communication, apparently. Um, it's, it's funny. We have each other's phone numbers. Like, I've been to the shop more time than I can count. Like People are like that. He's people just are like, people are callers, that's, people are IMers. That's just what he does. And it's yeah. okay. I love him anyway. It's yeah. just how he rolls. Uh, so he sent me a piece of content of a guy talking about Vivek's interesting investment strategies over the last four or so years and how Vivek's companies supplied a considerable amount of capital that was used to develop and distribute um, medical experimentation in uh 2019 2020 uh domestically north america us and canada and then elsewhere somewhere to the tune of 116 million dollars or so and so said uh freedom candidate mr ramaswamy and this is unconfirmed by me i'm just putting it out there let's be honest it's just a little bit of trash talking since we're talking politics anyway right um apparently mr ramaswamy directly benefited from global medical experimentation and his companies funded global medical experimentation so that's uh that's fun that's cool like you know kind of colors 
how I uh, how I view Mr. Ramaswamy at this point. So maybe do your own research on that. Okay, Bear. All right, cool. What's up, Noah Inglesby? What an interesting name, homie. Sounds like you live in the Shire. You know, like you should be like uh, shucking straw with a three-ton pitchfork, Noah. Tommy Guptill. What's up, Tommy? The American perspective is unique to this election, which most believe will ultimately be a rerun of Biden versus Trump. Blackstone's CEO, Stephen Schwartzman, pointed out, quote, I think we have an interesting presidential election now. Actually, it's probably more like, I think we got an interesting presidential election now, an interesting presidential election, where there are very high negatives, as you know, for both candidates, end quote. Multiple industry leaders have been quoted in the media essentially expressing that there would be a different set of negative consequences depending on which of the two candidates win, but neither would be unexpected or unprecedented. Yeah, there's negative consequences with any course of action. You just mitigate risk to the best of your ability and hope that you have the fewest possible negative consequences and that none of those negative consequences are deal breakers because all decisions have an upside and a downside. It's simple as there's no free lunch. And, and who still believes at this point? Like who still believes at this point? I don't know. Some people do that our votes matter. I don't believe that they do at this point um dominion anyone and third channel strike primary channel bear independent alternate channel blue collar president here on youtube contingency bear independent on rumble emergency i'll see you on patreon links in the description um dominion now the question is how effective is dominion is it 100% effective? Can it 100% determine the outcome of an election? Or is it only 10%? Can it only sway the edges of the spectrum of an election? We don't know because we don't have enough data to work from, which is why a lot of people like Mr. Frizzella of First Form and uh, Real AF and Arate et al. says that everybody should go vote because if it is rigged, it will be undeniable if everybody goes and votes. And I think that there's something to that being perfectly honest pressure test the system and so i'm not discouraging anybody from voting i also completely understand if you don't want to because you don't think it matters because i'm pretty much in that camp i don't want to because i don't think it matters and i think our leaders have been selected for us not elected for us way prior to uh the 2020 presidential election that's what i think and there's been this interesting occurrence of world leaders who have tried to get off the tit of the Federal Reserve throughout history and reinstate, for example, something like the gold standard that all these dudes accidentally keep getting murdered. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. It's just, you know, anomalies in the data set. I'm sure that's all it is. But those anomalies in the data set curious when you say you know what i've had enough of this fiat currency u.s federal dollar i think we should have physical assets like gold and silver as a nation and then some dude blows your head off or a jdam gets dropped down your chimney how interesting curious isn't it it's it's curious so it just makes me wonder, do the elections really matter? I don't know. I don't have enough data to say that they do or they don't. Um, but 
I understand the argument of everybody should go vote. Therefore, we will generate enough data to determine if they matter or not. You do you, whatever you're into. Me, I, I honestly don't know at this point. I don't want to. I don't want to because, say it with me, I hate politics. That being said, shall we continue? Yes, Bear. All right, we shall continue. However, this 2024 United States election cycle is taking place at a critical global moment, don't they always? The conflict in the Middle East is threatening to bubble over into a wider region, while Eastern Europe is embroiled in its most significant military conflict since World War II, and East Asia hovers beneath the tensions of a dangerously ambitious Beijing and North Korea displaying growing hostilities. Mike E., Elections in a nutshell, one guy full of crap and, the, and another that forgot how to take a crap. Yeah, American politics. Hey, this is what you got. And that, that in of itself is an argument for the inefficiencies and inefficacies of the American uh, political system. These are our candidates, 340 million people, and this is who we could come up with to air quote run the country. Really? Allies of the United States are particularly concerned since Russia's war began, Sweden and Finland, both of which are really good at exporting fine music of the metal variety, joined NATO <coughs> under the assumption that the United States had their back. If Trump wins and pulls the U.S. out of the alliance, such countries may find themselves in a serious predicament as they resist nearby Russia alone who, let's be honest, Russia hasn't exactly just plowed through Ukraine, have they? So they seem to be having some performance issues. You know what I mean, bub? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, do, do Russia stuff. Do all the things that I was indoctrinated into believing you were going to do when I was a kid. Like, uh, you know, hiding underneath your desk with a stack of books on top because warheads are going to fall on foreheads. Like, I've, what's that mean? Like... The thing, poking a thing with the stick, like, do it. Do it. Like, come on. Do it. Be Soviets. Sorry, there are, my home, praise y'all, is full of children yet again today. Because in Oklahoma, if there's even the threat of the temperatures dropping below freezing and a single raindrop falls from the sky, they cancel everything for a week. So... Whatever. Here we are. Yet another Monday. I think there's what, like four Mondays in a row there's been no school? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> eh, whatever. Australia has established a strengthened yeah. alliance with Washington, angering its most significant economic partner, Beijing, who also yeah. apparently doesn't seem to have the horsepower that we've all been led to, to believe. The Chinese will destroy us. Eh, meh. By the way, the YouTube channel Perun... P-E-R-U-N, uh, Aussie guy who uh, basically looks at military economics, has really good weekly videos that he puts out um, about an hour long, looking at a different topic each week. And he just had one on the uh, state of the Chinese military, came out a day or two ago, really worth listening to. Um, and I get a fair bit of my information on the OSINT side from that guy's content. So shout out to Perun. If uh, you're watching him, great. If you're not, you should. Uh, 
But yeah, one of the things that he touched on was this uh, mainstream media report that Chinese rockets have been filled with water instead of jet fuel, and that the um, the uh, hatches for their missile silos are inoperable. Apparently, of the missiles that could be filled with water instead of rocket fuel, that represents about 6% of their inventory of rockets uh, that would be liquid fueled as compared to solid, solid rocket fuel propellant. And of those liquid fueled, there's three different classes. Two of the three have been retired, and the third class, they're only expect they're only believed to have something like two dozen of those. And uh, additionally, the whole <clears throat> there are missile silos that the doors won't open on thing. This was a really good uh, piece of information that he had. Yeah, not all of the missile silos that are built are designed to operate. And the reason for that is when you're trying to target their uh, offensive and defensive capabilities, if you have 100 missile silos and 50 of them are dummies, you're now forcing the other side to target 100 targets instead of 50 or 20, which um, complicates their ability to eliminate the problem. They have to dedicate more resources, more manpower, more munitions to hitting 100 targets instead of just 20 or 50. And so a bunch of those silos are known to be dummy silos in the first place. And the United States does the same thing. And a bunch of other people do as well. So the whole China's fueling their rockets with water instead of jet fuel thing. Eh, they're old ass missiles from the 80s that they're probably not going to use anyway. And so if they are full of water instead of jet fuel, so be it. And also jet fuel has this has a propensity to explode. So they may not have been fueled at all in the first place. So data points. But all that being said, China's economy is in the gutter. Uh, Xi Jinping, not terribly popular right now. The Taiwanese government had just had their elections and the party that won was... Uh, in support of an independent Taiwan rather than the party that China wanted to win, which was uh, in support of reunification with China. So is China a paper tiger? I don't know. Their economy is failing. They've got anywhere between a 15 and 25% unemployment rate in their youth. Uh, their real estate sector, which the vast majority of the Chinese economy is invested into, is failing, is plummeting like a stone. So can they, and can they right now? I don't know. I feel like, and I don't know this, but I feel like the window of opportunity for China is closing for the time being until they get their economic legs underneath them again. And most of the world is uh, in economic peril, might not be the word, but economic distress at a minimum, which is why you're going to see macro more minor conflicts erupting around the world small skirmishes and proxy wars being fought everywhere for two reasons one the proxy war plausible deniability we're not fighting the russians the ukrainians are fighting the russians uh the u.s isn't fighting iran israel's fighting hezbollah and hamas etc 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 
plausible deniability being one, even though we all know, right? It's 2024, everybody has iPhones, we know. Uh, and two, small skirmishes and, uh, you know, fourth generation terroristic insurgency type uh, operations cost a lot less than broad scale third generation open warfare on a battlefield. And that's why you have fifth gen warfare as well, because we could send 100,000 men over there to go bleed and die for their country, or we could hack your bank accounts and your healthcare systems, or we could blow up your food production and your natural gas and oil pipelines, or bridges, or just have the railroad workers go out on strike, or um, hyperinflate the cost of steel that hurts your industry, right? All that's fifth generation asymmetric warfare what the Chinese called unrestricted warfare. They wrote a whole book on it, a couple of Chinese generals, unrestricted warfare, how they would take down America. Or infecting every single Siemens programmable logic controller in North America with a virus that's sitting there as a ticking time bomb to take essentially all of industry offline about that fast without any and plausible deniability. Bro, that's a conspiracy. They would never. I know. I know, Atweb. I mean, I'm not saying you should have uh, some backup generation for your house and a way to heat your house and some food and some water and some shelter and, you know, like a radio and some homies and, you know, a vehicle and good repair. I'm not saying you should be one of those crazy preppers and, like, be prepared for some type of uncontrollable external stimulus. I'm not saying that you should have a plan Yah forbid that you have to throw a rucksack on your back and go somewhere else or stay home for like 90 days or 360 days or 2,300 days. I'm not saying you should do any of that because that's crazy and the world's fine and everything's fine and it doesn't matter who gets reelected, Trump or Biden, everything's going to be fine, right? Because you should never, why, why would you waste your time engaging in preparedness? That would be stupid. Just fund your 401k, go on that vacation to Mexico, don't worry about the cartels. <clears throat> Send your kids to these liberal colleges so they can be indoctrinated and come back one of 87 different gender, uh, genders and lop off their reproductive organs and shave half their head and dye the other half purple, you know, have their face look like they got attacked by a hardware store. Everything's fine. Everything, everything's fine. It's fine. No need to prepare at all. Who cares? It's whatever. Back to the brief. It is strange to see American executives and voters so weary of the whole thing, while for once foreign leaders are the most concerned. CNBC put it this way in a recent article that industry leaders in the United States, quote, seem overwhelmingly nonplussed with a second Trump term, while foreign chief executives are terrified, particularly of restrictions on immigration and potential global conflict, end quote. Amen. Restrictions on immigration, I'm uh, I'm all for build the wall. And by the way, when we build it, let's not build it like we did in the past with a hole in the wall every mile because that, that shit's retarded. Um, I've discussed that on previous briefs, but suffice it to say, I have it on good authority. I talked to the guy who runs the company that built the border wall in Arizona. Um, they put in 700 miles of border wall. And uh, for every 5,000 foot of border wall they put in, they left 300 foot open. There's 5,280 feet in a linear mile. 
And so every mile, they got a 100-yard wide gap in the fence so that they could say, yep, we built a border wall and so that people can still get through it. Do you even retard, bro? Uh, no. Twas, twas I, President Bear. Uh, Border Patrol would probably become uh, be folded into the Department of Defense, and uh, we'd have like A-10s and Apache gunships on the southern border and like directly target the cartels. And I know that would make Mexico upset, and they're our largest North American trade partner, and we need them for demography and labor, but we also don't need hundreds of thousands of people per month flooding across our southern border unchecked unregulated with military age males from several dozen different countries coming across and training here and you know being in position as a sleeper cell so that when xi jinping snaps his fingers they can begin the revolution here at home while giving the existing government uh the uh onus for targeting Americans as domestic terrorists because our government has been training and planning to fight an insurgency on its own dirt for the last 20 years, which is why the government is so concerned about a lot of veterans because the veterans are uh, no longer enamored with the Department of Defense and they, uh, many of them question why they went halfway around the world and shed their blood for the country in the first place. And so now they're training civilians here at home uh, which means that those skills, those tactics, shoot, move, communicate, sustain, are getting into the hands of people that the government considers to be enemies of the state, which only furthers the government's authority and interest in authority to be able to subjugate its own people, which foments the revolution that everybody, the big they wants in the first place, so that this whole MFR can burn to the ground and they can put it back together the way they want it. Sorry, you might require a little bit of tinfoil for that conversation. By the way, um, to everybody in the chat who's bitching about the ads on YouTube, I'm not in charge of that. No. I'm not in charge <clears> of that. <throat> YouTube's dumb. Apologies. And they have gotten dumber. But that's the way it be. Okay? That's the way it be. You can, if you have an issue with the ads, you can pay YouTube $9.99 a month for YouTube Premium and not have any ads. And then people would be saying something to the effect of, well, why would I pay YouTube that money? Um, you know, they're a global communist regime owned by Alphabet Corp that's tied in with the CIA. Cool. It's 10 bucks. How much is your time worth? And I don't think I get any of that 10 bucks, by the way. I, I don't care. Somebody asked me on Patreon, like, do you really make X amount of dollars per month from Patreon? No, I do not. You have 7,400 patrons at $10 a month. No, the vast majority of those people came on board when Patreon was $1 and then $3 per month. Mm -hmm. If I had 7,400 people at $10 a month, all I would do is sit in front of the computer all day. <laughs> on Patreon. On my yacht. On Patreon. <laughs> YouTube would never see <laughs> I'd never be on YouTube. And what we earn from YouTube doesn't cover the salary of one person that I pay to manage the YouTube channel. So, and the Air Force is trying to retire the A-10 yet again. Okay, give them all to Border Patrol. Give all of them to Border Patrol. Just, just you know, 30 million <clears throat> completed uranium rounds going through cartel convoys. Okay. 
Dooby-dooby-doo. Romans 12, 18. I have no credit card and have not used one since 2011. That's great. I also don't have credit cards. You can also get a prepaid Walmart card and use that. Whatever. I don't care. I, I, I don't care. These are small potatoes, homie. Uh, the global elites are trying to decide who they're going to install in the Oval Office to that point. Um, one of the questions that I have had here is what exactly does Mr. Trump say he's running on? What is his platform for 2024? And this may surprise you. If you go to Google and you attempt to Google Trump 2024, you will get page after page after page of liberal hit pieces about Trump before you will find DonaldJTrump.com and his platform. Imagine that. That was interesting. Um, so, well, I don't know, Bear. Maybe those other platforms just have better SEO, search engine optimization, than he does. Maybe, or maybe, I know for a fact that you can pay Google to rank different search engine hits, and maybe Google decided, you know, you don't have to pay us. We're just going to rank these results higher anyway, because I've seen that happen. So, do you disinformation campaign, bro? Yeah, yeah, yes, they do. Uh, big tech's involvement in the 2020 elections. Everybody's aware of that, right? Everybody's uh, tracking on that. President Trump, DonaldJTrump.com slash Agenda 47. Do, do, do. What's Agenda 47? Well, he would be the 45th and the 47th president of the United States of America. So Agenda 47. Um, and I'm not going to, because there's a bunch of videos and articles written on each one of these different facets of what he proposes, but I'll read you the headlines because I, now, politicians, can you trust them? No. Do they say what you want to hear? Yes. Do they do what they say they're going to do? Nah, very rarely. Question, is the swamp drained? Well, it's the deep state's fault. Okay, maybe factor that into your draining the swamp equation. Just saying. Um, comma, let's see what Mr. Trump says he's going to do if he's reelected in Agenda 47. Trump declares war on cartels. Okay. It would be the official policy of the United States to take down the drug cartels just as we took down ISIS. Ending veteran homelessness in America. President Trump will make it a personal mission to totally eradicate veterans' homelessness in America. So I approve of these things thus far. Next, no welfare for illegal aliens. I also approve. The American Academy. Announce a plan to revolutionize higher education by shifting excessively large endowments from private universities towards a new institution called the American Academy. That sounds a lot like money laundering, but I do agree we need reformation in higher education. <clears throat> um, restore the American auto workers. Uh, pledge to homeschool families. Trump promises to serve as a champion for America's homeschool families. 10 principles for great schools leading to great jobs. Uh, America must have the number one lowest cost energy and electricity on earth. And that would be using traditional fueling methods. 
And I don't know how many times we got to talk about this on camera. The grid sucks. And the fact that it still works is nothing more than the provision, protection, and blessing of the most high. How do I know? I built some of it and I worked on a bunch more of it. <clears throat> the fact that it hasn't just fallen over uh, just due to neglect is incredible. And that doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of good, hardworking men and women out there giving it everything they've got to make sure that the grid doesn't fall apart. But um, it's like trying to trying to fix like a 1952 Dodge Power Wagon in some cases that's been left in a field or a right away since 1952. And you can sleep or keep slapping parts on that thing to make it work. But at some point, the bones are rotten and you just got to get with the program. At some point, you just buy a new two-ton truck because you have to because the cost to maintain exceeds the cost to replace. Uh, now multiply that over millions of miles of aerial transmission and thousands of generator stations. Let's see. Returning production of essential medicines back to America and ending Biden's pharmaceutical shortages. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems a little uh, in big pharma's pocket e to me, but yes, I mean, we have a, we absolutely have a potential threat to the American way of life by having the vast majority of our essential medicines produced overseas by our enemies. I mean, if China wanted to take over, all they have to do is just put a little dab of cyanide in all the medications they send over here and 90% of the country would be dead in 30 days. Fact. Oh, the FDA would take care of us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they'll do. Totally. Who do you think pays the FDA more? The American taxpayer or China? Right. Because big pharma will save the day. Tracking. Uh, now, this one got my attention. President Trump calls for death penalty for human traffickers. Now, I don't know why I would um, resonate with that. Resonate with that. Yeah. But there's just something about that statement that kind of gets me warm and fuzzy. I'm not going to lie. Now, my hope is here, and this could be my own particular brand of tinfoil. My hope is here that uh, Mr. Andy Frazella from the Real AF podcast, whom, by the way, if you're not watching, you should be. And if you're one of those people whose little earballs get hurt every time you hear a four-letter word, um, don't go listen to what Andy has to say. Also, unrelated, if you have the expectancy that you are going to survive the end of the world as we know it, and certain sounds send you into an emotional tirade, you might want to rethink your strategy. Just throwing that out there. If you get so emotionally wrapped around the axles when people make certain sounds with their mouth that you have a conniption and you just can't. But you also aim to still be here when society, society utterly collapses. You might be delusional. I'm just throwing that out there. So that being said, Mr. Frazella from the Real AF podcast. Uh, don't be a hoe. Share the show. Yeah. You guys should be listening to what Andy has to say on these things. And I think that somebody inside of Trump's organization is because Andy has been telling Trump for a year 
that you should make it public policy that we will throw the pedos into the wood chipper. And I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Uh, now, you might be asking yourself, Baron, that's such a cool patch. Where can I get that patch? It comes from refugemedical.com, and it's sold out because the longest it's ever stayed available for sale was eight minutes. Eight. Eight. 480 seconds. When will there be more? I don't know. Sign up on the website, click the notify me button. When there's more, you'll get an email. And if you check your email in under eight minutes, you might get another one. You should make more of them. I should do a lot of things. I really should. There's this thing called production capacity. Oh, I got to get you one of those coffee mugs. Yeah, you do. Get me one of them coffee mugs. Do all things. That's what I need is one more coffee mug. You do. You need all of it. Yeah. So, Mr. Trump, Agenda 47. President Trump calls for death penalty for human traffickers. Yep. Rebuilding America's depleted military, protecting students from radical leftist and Marxist maniacs infecting educational institutions. His words. Protecting students from the radical left and Marxist maniacs infecting educational institutions. Yep. Protecting Americans by taking on big pharma and ending global freeloading. Now, see, there's a thing, like, I'm not entirely sure that you can do what you say you're going to do, sir, because a lot of us remember Operation Warp Speed. And I think as far as reestablishing some credibility with the American taxpayer, it would go a long way for you to get in front of the camera, Mr. Trump, and say to people, I was wrong and I was lied to by my people and I shouldn't have pushed this medical experimentation, but I did given the information that I was given at the time. And I can see now how I was manipulated into making a bad call. And I promise I will do my best to not ever do that again. That would resonate with me personally. Uh, but we'll see at web the old you should yeah you should i'll tell you what you should start a patch company and then you should tender a bid to produce the chipper patch and if you can produce the chipper patch harder better faster stronger than the people that we're already using then i will trade you fiat currency for chipper patches which i will sell on my website at a profit because you capitalism, not a gross profit, but at a profit. That's what you should do. Barry, you should, dude, like we literally have a saying in our executive meetings, no new products. If somebody has a good idea, we write it down on a whiteboard. And if it's still on the whiteboard three months later, we'll consider it. You know, entrepreneurial ADHD, not great. Not great because you could do anything long enough and build enough momentum and enough subject matter expertise and a large enough audience and a big enough customer base to support you doing anything guys there's professional fishermen they pull fish out of the ocean and that's their job like that's what they do there's people that make tires there's people that turn logs into boards that's what they do. They do that one thing. They don't turn logs into boards and also make dream catchers that they sell on Etsy and also read people's tea leaves 
and then also produce woven reed baskets that they sell at the county fair. No, they turn logs into boards. Mine one mine, mine it deep. And then if you produce enough gold out of the one mine, then you can use that gold from that one mine to open up a second mine and a third mine and a fourth mine. But you don't you don't trade the success of one mine for another mine. You make sure that this thing's successful first. And this whole, well, it's been proven out that millionaires typically have seven different sources of revenue. They're diversified. Yeah. You know how they became millionaires? They stuck to one thing long enough that they produced enough revenue from that one thing to then be able to diversify. They didn't start with seven. They started with one. And they, they did the grind on that one thing. And then had enough excess from the one that they could invest it into a second thing and then produced enough excess from one and two that they can invest in three and then produce enough excess from one, two and three that they can invest in four and so forth and so on. That's how that works. You don't do seven things all at the same time because you're not going to half ass seven things. You're not going to one seventh of your ass seven things and make it successful. You do one thing and you do it well. And then that may, you do it well enough, long enough, produce enough revenue for you to invest in number two, three, four, ten. What have I not tried? Brother Saw, working on being just a professional grandpa and brother. Well, from what I've seen, brother, you're doing a fine job, sir. Kind of like the My Pillow guy, Doug Buker. Yes, kind of like that. So uh, that's an overview of Trump's agenda as president number 47 of the United States of America. Also, again, I don't like politics. I don't want to talk about politics, but that's what we're talking about today. So here we are. Um, according to the Kremlin uh, from Russia Today, the former U.S. president, Trump, had earlier promised to solve the Ukraine crisis within 24 hours if re-elected. Russia has not held any talks with former U.S. president and now GOP frontrunner Donald Trump about setting settling the Ukraine conflict, a Kremlin spokesperson, Dmitry Peskov, said on Monday. In recent months, Trump had been on several occasions, Trump has on several occasions, promised to bring an end to the fighting between the neighboring states, which is about to enter its third year. Can you guys, let's just pause on that. About to enter its third year. Now, two years, right? And so that's just like a, a turn of phrase here. February 24th, 2022 is when Russia invaded Ukraine. And so that's like uh, a month from now. So on that date, February 24th, 2024, that'll be the two-year mark. We'll be going into our third year. But still, man, two years this has been going on. Two years. Um, and there's I could do an hour just on that. But it illustrates, first of all, things rarely take the amount of time allotted to them rarely just to give you an idea when i'm doing budget and timeline for things that we do organizationally because whatever your goal is whatever your dream is whatever you think you're going to do if it doesn't have a budget and a timeline it's make-believe now that might sound painful to you you might have a difference of opinion but i was managing billion dollar contracts at 26 years old that's what I was doing at 26 years old, managing billion dollar contracts. And so one must have a budget and a timeline in order to GSD, get shit done. 
Okay, so whatever your proposed course of action is, whatever you think you're going to do, if it doesn't have a budget, and it doesn't have a timeline, it doesn't exist. It's make-believe. So when I'm assigning budgets and timelines to things that we endeavor to do inside of our organizations, whatever we think it's going to take, boss, it's going to take $10,000 in 10 weeks to get this done. I multiply by a factor of 1.5 for what's called wiggle room. And so now it's going to be 15. Now I'll tell my people, check. You have 10 weeks, you have 10 grand, get it done. In my brain, and so I'm probably shooting myself in the foot here because some of my people are watching this show right now. But in my brain, you say 10 weeks, 10K, I hear 15 weeks, 15K. And so now you have some wiggle room. And so if you get it done in 10 weeks at 10K, mazel tov, good job. Pat's on the back for everybody. Where do you want to go for lunch? But if it takes you 15 weeks and 15K, I was already expecting that. Now, you have to push against that with what's called Parkinson's law, which is the idea that the concept that work expands to fill the time allotted to it. And so if you give yourself 10 weeks to do something that should take one week, it'll take you 10 weeks. But if you have if you work on it diligently, the product that you produce, the end result that you produce in 10 weeks should be better than the product you produce or the end result that you produce in one week. But if it's actually going to take 15 weeks to get the job done, based upon my knowledge and experience, that's what I allot in my brain. So everything, almost everything, takes more time and costs more money than you think it's going to. And here we are in Ukraine, two years later, there's no definitive winner, although it's looking like the, the pendulum has swung in the favor of the Russians because they have more staying power than the Ukrainians do. And this war is still ongoing. And do you remember two years ago, February 24th, 2022, that this was the end of the world? That that thing was the end of the world? Remember that? We're all going to die. That was the end of the world. And then uh, October 7th, 2023, Hamas attacks Israel. We're all going to die. And now North Korea is doing their best to fill the Pacific Ocean with defunct ICBMs again. Oh, we're all going to die. No, dude, you're going to wake up tomorrow and still have to be a husband, a father, go to work, do your job, serve the most high. And you might, like you might, Kim Jong-un might figure out how to build a damn missile that instead of falling into the ocean can actually hit a patch of a patch of dirt. He might figure that out. And if he does, then you might have to like go from have a helmet to put the helmet on. But you still, there's still way more important things that we got to execute on. Which is like these whole briefs, the whole purpose of this brief is to uh, inform to the best of my ability, encourage to the best of my ability, and to entertain to the best of my ability. And I don't think I'm that entertaining. So I don't know. I laugh at you a lot. Yeah. But like <laughs> out of four and a half billion men on earth, you chose me. So like you knew what you were getting. <laughs> and I've known you way longer than anybody else here. Sure. So um, it's not to get you spun up in a tizzy because the fact of the matter is it's the highest likelihood course of action for you is you got to make it through Monday and be able to execute on Tuesday, regardless of who's the president, regardless of what Kim Jong-un does or Putin does or uh, Bibi Netanyahu does or Biden does, 
regardless of what those morons do, you are still expected to be a father, a husband, a leader in your home, or a mother, a wife, the prime supporter of your home. Like you have more important shit to execute on. There are these tertiary things out here floating in the ether that we should be aware of because they will inform our ability to handle our most important responsibilities, right? Because for me, as a father and a husband, provision, protection, blessing of my home lands on my shoulders. So I want to know if North Korea has the capability to put a warhead on my forehead, because that might change what my Tuesday looks like. But nine out of 10, my Tuesday is going to look like go to work, do good stuff, operate in righteousness to the best of my ability, love the people around me, make sure there's food in the pantry, food in the fridge, the power bill has been paid, you know, normal, boring stuff. And the problem is, in this industry that is preparedness, normal, boring stuff doesn't scare people enough to force them to transact so that people can extract capital from you. And so that's why everything is hyper sensationalized. Does that make sense? It's a marketing tactic. Skid steer Tuesday. There you go. <laughs> you can't grow food on a yacht. Watch me, the one toe cutter. Watch me. Talk. <laughs> Talk about bougie. You buy a yacht and you just like fill the ass end with dirt and you just got sheep grazing back there and chickens bouncing around and like a little garden and stuff. That'd be great. Mobile homestead. Mm -hmm. Dr. Trevor Wilkins. Anyway, uh, the Kremlin says they haven't talked to Putin. And the last interesting article I wanted to look at today, uh, and we'll just skim this, is from The Blaze. Why do we need elections? World Economic Foreman Charles Sch Chairman Schwab, Klaus Schwab, declares voting will not be necessary because AI will predict the results. Dude, at some point, you got to figure out which system you serve. Do you serve the beast system run by Klaus and the robots? Or do you serve the most high? Have you seen the new operating system they came out with? Have you seen the old operating system that God came out with? This thing rocks. This is great. Hey, man, work six days, take a day off. You can't do it by yourself. So I sent you a Messiah who loves you. Love people. Love God. Do good stuff, not bad stuff. If you do good stuff, you'll be blessed. If you do bad stuff, you'll be cursed. Raise your children up in a way that they should go, so they do not depart from it when they are older. Forsake not the widow and the orphan. You will reap what you sow. You will be judged according to your works. Do not sin so that grace may abound, but be thankful that you're not dead because of your sins. Yeah, I like this old operating system. This thing rocks. I don't care what you program the robots with. I don't care. But what happens if they put cruise missiles on the back of the robots and then they invade through the southern border? Shit, here we are. I guess this is how y'all wants me to go out. Okay. Okay, cool. Eh, eh, meh. Eh. Again, like, fear nothing but Yahuwah your Elohim, the Lord your God. All the rest of it, all the rest of the stuff, they're data points, man. 
they're data points as to how the beast system is attempting to operate. But should we be afraid of it? No. No. What's the what's the purpose of this book? The preservation of life. So if you're rooted in this book, which is stories about the creator and how he became flesh and redeemed you back into his house so that you wouldn't die because of your bullshit, you should be rooted in the preservation of life, which means whatever courses of action you take should be rooted in the preservation of life. Now, compare, contrast that against Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and laser robots and AI elections. Rooted in the preservation of life? I'm going to go with no, not so much. So, book of Joshua, choose this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord our God, Yahuwah our Elohim. Simple, simple. And you know what happens when you do that? All this other shit, it's just shit. It's like you're walking through the woods and you see like a pile of scat and you poke it with the stick to see what the bears or the coyotes have been eating lately. And you're like, huh, that's interesting. That looks like rabbit fur. Wow. All right. And then you just keep walking. Instead of freaking out because the coyotes are eating all the rabbits. And then what are we going to do? And then, then the rabbit population and then the coyotes are going to get so strong that they're going to take over. And it, <laughs> whatever. If you believe in this book, it's all coming to a head sooner or later anyway. And hey, newsflash, we win. We win. Is there a period of like absolute shit of grueling and enduring? Why is the word enduring used in the book of Revelation over and over again? Because you're going to have to endure. But we win. And if and if you die in the process, if I die in the process, okay, what gives you the illusion of permanence anyway? What makes you think you're going to last forever? Look at the historical data. No one lasts forever. No one. We're all going to shuffle off this mortal coil. The cool thing is just some of us aren't going to stay dead. Just like Messiah, who's the first fruits of the resurrection. He died. He just didn't stay dead. That's the miracle. So if Messiah died, what are you so afraid of? You see, like, does this make sense? And so it's interesting to me that our favorite supervillain, Klaus Schwab, wants to let the robots handle the elections. I'm not going to lose any sleep over that tonight. And that's the brief for today, because I hate politics. I don't feel like talking about this shit anymore. Okay. <laughs> okay, man. All right, cool. Good job. Thanks. Thanks, honey. I appreciate you. Drink coffee for a minute. Speaking of shit that I don't care about doing, um, Refuge Medical is not at SHOT Show this year. We did a cost-benefit analysis, both um, fiscal, revenue-wise, and more importantly, our souls, and decided that it was not worth going to Vegas yet again in January to go to SHOT Show. I have... I have male turkeys. Let me shift gears here for a minute. I have male turkeys. You've seen some of them on camera sometimes. And they all walk around together in the front yard. They're all flexing. They'll they look like this. And they'll walk around like this next to each other. 
and they're all flexing for each other. Like they don't, they're turkeys. They don't intimidate me even a little bit. And the lady turkeys don't care about them. And so they just Jim bro flex in the front yard all the time. They just walk around like this. Nonstop. It's like, dude, don't you get, isn't this exhausting? Like just chill Turkey. Nope. They can't, they don't have it in them. They just have to flex all day. That's what shot shows like with 53, 55,000 people there. And all these people are flexing for each other when nobody wants to be there. If you actually talk to the people in the industry from these other companies, they're like, hey, man, you're going to shot? And they're like, oh, yeah. Like, do you want to go to shot? They're like, no, it's terrible. It sucks. Everybody hates it. And they're like, well, why are you going? Like, because that's just it's just how it is. That's what everybody else and it's is like, doing. Did you ever think it's that way because you guys keep playing this stupid game? Now, I'm not saying there might not come a time at some point where Refuge does go to shot and we do it our way, but this year, it's why am I going to go turkey strut in front of 53,000 people that I never met before, that they don't care about me, and based upon historical data, aren't going to transact with me anyway in January, the slowest month of sales in the year, which is why everybody has a shot promo going, right? Like, Use promo code SHOT and get 97% off of our stuff. It's like, because nobody has any money coming in. And go to Vegas and have to physically restrain my brother Bob from street preaching and screaming at hookers. Because I've seen him do it and he's right. And have my brothers escorted out of the Venetian because they're considered to be a threat because they're men of Elohim. And on Shabbat, have a Guns N' Roses cover band literally on the other side of my wall. There's no peace there. There's no rest there. Like, it's stupid. It's stupid. And it would have cost us conservatively about $40,000, possibly fifty dollars to $60,000 to go to Vegas to have a little booth and to shake hands with people that don't care about us, that aren't going to follow through with their word because they are there to maximize profits, not to serve the creator. And uh, frankly, our company's not set up for B2B sales anyway, business to business. We're set up for D2C, direct to consumer, direct to y'all. So it's stupid. And then you ask, does anybody want to go? Crickets. F that. Why would, but we already we already spent eight thousand dollars in sunk costs to go. Okay, let's throw another forty thousand dollars after the eight we already spent, so we can go be miserable for ten days. No. Was, okay, we spent eight thousand dollars because we were going to make a bad decision. Let's not make a bad decision worse. Yeah. DTC, direct to consumer. The one and only Nicole. That's what that means. Delta Tango Charlie direct to consumer. Um, and so we didn't go to shot as a result. Uh, we're not at shot. And so you can actually use not at shot. The words not at shot altogether at refuge medical and you'll get 10% off your order. 
uh, and orders over 150 bucks, you will get a Timmy the Tourniquet patch. My wife designed this. It's kind of hard to see. Come on, Timmy, focus. But Timmy is a cat tourniquet wearing helmet and nods, uh, looking pretty fierce. And so I think we only ran 200 of these, which means they'll disappear instantly. So you'll get a Timmy the Tourniquet patch. <laughs> and um, Bob and I put together what Bob is calling the Op Pack. It's basically, it's a one-off Mac 4 mass casualty kit design uh, built on a Tasmanian Tiger operational backpack. And so you get entered into a chance for that. Um, no booger snot. 10%, man. 10% off. Timmy the TQ patch. Entered to win an Op Pack using promo code not shot. And I want to be clear on this. If you're buying because you're afraid, stop, pray, find peace, prioritize what your actual problems are, then execute. Okay, don't don't buy shit from anybody, including me, out of fear. If you need a first aid kit, come see us. We got a bunch of them. If you don't, you're good. Okay, mazel tov. Cool. Thank you. Maybe tell somebody about us. I'd appreciate that. But you, you're not going to buy your way out of chaos. So please don't try to buy your way out of chaos. All right? Cool. Waiting on the ankle kit back in stock. You and me both, Ben. You and me both, man. But like, again, it's an issue of capacity. Barry, you should make more pit chipper patches. Okay. Do you want that or you want ankle kits? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, I don't know if you guys know this, um, but I have not taken over North American domestic manufacturing. Uh, not even close. It's not, not in within my ability currently to just do whatever I feel like I want to do. Okay. Um, but we refuge is not at shot show and knowing a lot of people in the industry, there's a lot of people there. I'd say 80% of the people who are there, don't want to be there either. They're just going to go through the motions. And that shit is retarded to me because life is what you make of it. Did we maybe lose some sales? Yeah, but we maintained our souls, which is more important because my God will tell the Ravens to bring me food if I don't have any. That's pretty cool. He'll make water come out of a rock if I don't have any. He will make sure that the lamps stay lit, that there's enough oil if we don't have any. Like, give us this day our daily bread, 100%. Not give us this day our tickets to Vegas so we can go whore for 10 days and compromise our morals and our ethics for hopefully making a few sales. We're not doing that. JC Fixer, yeah, I brag about my first bear fact being born in Bear's Barn. First of all, great alliteration. I don't even know how I got that out without stumbling <laughs> on it. Second of all, that's amazing. Praise y'all. Now, um, the ruckus. Uh, listen, the ruckus is in six weeks. Six weeks. And so if you're coming, come. RefugeRuckus.com. Come help us raise money and awareness for Caleb House. That's what this event is about unapologetically to, to raise money and awareness for Caleb House. There's speakers. There's presenters. 
there's going to be a big old Bible study on Saturday with worship music and fellowship. And then Sunday morning, we ruck. And it's not a 12-mile ruck like what I thought we were going to do originally. Guys, it's a 5K. It's 3.2 miles. So it's doable. Uh, and then maybe next year, we'll add more distance for those that want to. But we're going to start with a 5K, 3.2 miles. Like I, I do that around here in about 45 minutes. It's it's not that hard. It's not that hard. But it's, it is six weeks away. And so if you don't rock at all, if you've never rocked or if it's been a while since you've rocked, then you need to start training now because it's six weeks away. Um, so details are at refugeruckus.com, grindstoneministries.com. If uh, you don't have one of these blue books, if you don't have one of these blue books, you can get one at grindstoneministries.com. If you want to buy one, you can buy one at our cost, not marked up. If you want to donate one to somebody who doesn't have one, you can click that button at checkout. Or if you need one and you don't have the money for the Bible, that's fine. You just email us there. And when you email us, please, I need an address. Because a bunch of y'all email us and say, hey, I, I would like a Bible, please. And there's no address. And while I probably could find you using OSINT, that's a waste of everybody's resources. So please put your address in the email. And I don't need to know why you can't afford a Bible. I don't care why you can't afford a Bible. I've been to the point where I've had 16 cents in my bank account with a wife and children and bills and businesses to operate 16 cents. I couldn't have bought a Bible at that point in my life if my life depended on it. And so no judgment. I don't care the reasons why you can't afford it. I just need to know where, where to send it to you. And you can do that at grindstoneministries.com. And um, to all of y'all who support that ministry, thank you. Because in a relatively short period of time, we've given away more than 7,000 Bibles. Praise y'all. Last but certainly not least, uh, Caleb House, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org, uh, met with the home builder for the first care house yesterday and uh, finalized prints and layout. And so we are moving ahead with that, uh, which is awesome. We have some more people coming out to help us uh, work on the land, which is awesome. Uh, we will be beginning the permaculture process in the spring, which is awesome. Uh, we have ongoing field operations to rescue and restore because of y'all and your funding, which is awesome. And so we are out there doing the things and I can't do them without you. And I also don't want a freaking dime of your money if the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, does not convict you to be involved in what we're doing. I don't want your pity money. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't want to be involved with it if the Spirit doesn't want you involved with it. Because I do not want to be working counter to the Spirit. And I also, frankly, I hate having to come on here and talk to y'all about money for anti-human trafficking. I hate it. If I was independently wealthy, if I hit the Powerball, 
you would never hear me speak about any of these things again. They'd just be handled. Uh, but the father has not seen fit to let any of my Powerball tickets hit yet. And the reason for that is I still think it'd probably be a good idea to have like beer wenches. You know, you snap your finger and like 10 liters of like stout just appear. And that would probably be like an abuse of my power and authority. So, you know, still working through some personal things here as far as being a billionaire is concerned. Um, <laughs> my wife's <laughs> laughing at me. Uh, but twas I independently wealthy, you'd never hear another word from me. And we divert a significant amount of revenue from the for-profit businesses that we have, Bear Independent, Refuge Medical, et cetera, to Caleb House to support field operations and restoration for Caleb House as it is. But the scope of the work that we do has grown to where I'm not able to financially support it on my own, which is where y'all come in. And so if the spirit convicts you, and this is key, if you can follow us at Caleb House, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. If it does not, no hard feelings, no hard feelings whatsoever. But if it does not, I don't want a dime from you because I'm not going to be working counter to the spirit. Okay. Okay. Cool. Let's pray. That's the most important thing we're going to do together today anyway. So the brief should really just be me getting on here for two minutes a day and praying with y'all and going, hey, go do righteous shit. I'll see you tomorrow. Which it may, that may become a thing at some point. We'll see. <sighs> Good morning, Father Yah. Father, thank you for ice storms. Thank you for this bipolar, ridiculous Oklahoma weather. Father, everybody who's uh, under the weather right now, I just lift them up to you and ask you to heal them. Whether it's uh, short-term sickness, long-term illness, operable, inoperable. There's so many people, Father, who are just going through stuff right now physically. And you are the source of life. And you are the healer. And so, Father, be it your will, I pray that you would intercede and heal these people, ease their suffering, and be with all the medical professionals, the staff, Father, that will administer to them, that you would be indwelt in the people and in the room, and bring healing, be it your will, Father. Thank you that you allowed us to wake up today. Thank you for loving us even though we're we ain't the best dad we try thank you for loving us as we try and for forgiving the righteous man even though he stumbles seven times in a day father thank you for the opportunity to serve you and be your hands and feet and to shoulder the burden of responsibility of a man of Elohim even on the days, especially on the days when we don't want to. 
I thank you for making your will be done, whether we want it to be or not. Father, thank you for the opportunity to humble ourselves before you and be in your presence. Father, pour out your spirit on all flesh. Give us the wisdom and discernment we so desperately need in this jacked up world to rightly divide the word and to remain vertically aligned and rooted in you rather than troubled by the world. Father, give us endurance. We would laugh in the face of persecution. The two of us would put 10,000 to flight and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Pour out your judgment on those that would blaspheme your name and hurt the innocent and perpetuate wickedness and put your stamp of approval on their BS. Father, give us strength and power and authority in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. And Father, bring peace that surpasses all understanding. I lift all these people up and I set them at your feet, Father, and I ask that you would protect them today, provide for them today, and bless them today, because without you, we're nothing. And we acknowledge that, and we praise you, and we love you, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Amen. Travis Bolt. Nice. Well, don't go ice skating in the ice storm unless you can ice skate. I cannot. I'm very top heavy and I require a high friction coefficient on my feet. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I fall down, go boom. You butt slide. Oh, butt sl- I'll take butt slide. It's the whap into the ground that I'm not really a fan of. Golden Homestead didn't end well. Well, do you have a wound care bucket? Do you need a Sam splint? Golden Homestead, I will send you a Sam splint. <laughs> I hope you're okay. All right, y'all. Listen, it's Monday. Go out there, kick a bunch of ass for the father. Be the light. Be the hands and feet. Don't take shit from anybody. Remember who you serve and remember who you are and remember who he is. Y'all have a blessed day. Shalom.